This is Flight School, a podcast for women who are ready to spread their wings and take flight into their greatest potential. I'm Jen Lafine, a self-doubt and empowerment coach for women, a master teacher, a journaling fanatic, a possible thinker, and a recovering procrastinator who has been right where you are today. I've traveled this road, and in this podcast, I'll share the tips, tricks, and teachings, plus a few treats that helped me learn how to leave the cozy confines of my comfort cave and fly so that you can too. So, are you ready to take flight, my friend? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Flight School Podcast. You know how sometimes when you give your computer too much to do at once, it gets stuck and you see that little spinny thing in the middle of your screen and everything is frozen in place? Everything slows way down and no forward progress is made. That's called buffering and it's what we're going to talk about today. But we're not talking about the kinds of buffering that our computers do we are going to talk about the kinds of buffering that we do whenever we try to do hard things because there are certain behaviors that you may be participating in that you don't realize are getting in your way of success. Let's begin by talking about what buffering is exactly. Buffering is when we participate in behaviors as a way of avoiding the discomfort of doing hard things. I'll say that again. Buffering is participating in certain behaviors or activities as a way of avoiding the discomfort of doing something difficult. Let me give you an example, and I'll use the example of writing because I know many of my listeners are writers. So say that you've decided to write a book And this is a book that you've wanted to write for a really long time. You've been thinking about doing it for what seems like forever. So you decide to sit down at your computer and start writing. But you get to your computer and you just sit and you stare at the blank page. You can't think of any words to write. You look around the room, you look up at the ceiling, no ideas. You drum your fingers on the keyboard, willing the words to come out, but they don't. So you get up and you head to the kitchen and you think maybe a snack might help, even though you aren't really hungry. So you go to the pantry and you pull out a box of chocolate chip cookies and you pull out a handful. And maybe while you're eating them, you're thinking about how difficult it is to get started on your writing. All of a sudden you reach for a cookie to discover that they are all gone. You've eaten every one of them without ever noticing what you were doing. Now you feel bad about eating all the cookies, even when you weren't hungry and you still have writing to do. But now you've got two things that aren't going your way. You've written zero words and you've just consumed a meal's worth of calories and blown your eating plan. So now you're just too discouraged to work on your writing. So you decide to go lay down on the sofa and take a nap. Do you see what just happened there? Let's recap. You started out doing something new that was also a challenge for you because you had never done it before and you knew you had a big task ahead of you. You tried to begin, 
but the writer's block brought up a feeling of discomfort and frustration for you. So you got up and you went to the kitchen to have a snack. You mindlessly finished the snack, realized what you did, and you felt even worse. So instead of going back to your writing, you decided to take a nap. What just happened? You mindlessly chose to engage in other activities, snacking and napping, when the writing got hard. But not just that. The writing will still need to be done. You'll have to deal with the fallout of the extra cookie consumption too. And after your nap, you're going to have even less time to get things done. So you took the original discomfort and have now expanded it way bigger than it would have been if you just pushed through the hard part of finding the words to put on the page so that you could get started on your book. So I want you to think, what behaviors do you choose to engage in when you start to feel the discomfort of doing new or hard things? Those behaviors are a distraction for sure, but they are also robbing you of the opportunity to create the things and have the experiences you want in life. Because the only way to get hard things done is to do them, right? To push through the discomfort and the ickiness and the words and ideas that won't come. To face your fear and do it anyways. Okay, let's take a breath and talk about what some of those buffering behaviors might look like. But before we begin, I want to tell you that on your own, these behaviors that I'm going to tell you about are not necessarily bad. There are times when they are perfectly appropriate or necessary. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the times when we engage in these behaviors to avoid doing something that's important to us. That's important to differentiate. I am all in favor of taking naps at the right time. So what are some of the buffering behaviors that may be robbing you of your dreams? Well, I already talked about two of them, snacking or procrastinating, as some of my friends call it, and napping. Some of these others may sound familiar to you. Here we go. Going down the rabbit hole of the internet in the name of doing research is a buffering behavior. Now, this is a tricky one because on one hand, research is a really good thing, right? But there always comes a time when you need to stop learning about what you're trying to do and actually do it. Another is binge watching TV or something like Netflix. It's so easy to waste an entire afternoon away sitting on the sofa watching Ted Lasso instead of working on whatever it is that you're avoiding. It's fun and it makes you laugh, but it also wastes a lot of time and doesn't get you any traction on your dreams. Now, some people like to buffer with online shopping. And it's kind of a joke around my house about how often the Amazon delivery person is at our door, but I know that when I get a lot of deliveries in the same week, I need to go back and look at what I was doing when those things were ordered. Oftentimes, I'll find that it was when I was avoiding a deadline or when I was spending a lot of hours working in my business, but not necessarily on productive tasks. 
The bad part of buffering with online shopping is that there is always a cost, right? There's always a bill that needs to be paid for what you bought. Another buffering behavior that seems harmless, but quickly robs us of our time is spending time on social media. Some people refer to this excessive social media consumption as doom scrolling, but how often do you go to check Facebook and look up and it's like a half hour later? And the thing is, scrolling endlessly through social media doesn't necessarily feel good to me. I know that what I'm seeing isn't necessarily the whole story of what's being posted. It's just the positive highlights from other people's lives And sometimes I have thoughts that my life is not as exciting or interesting as what I'm seeing from my friends. And I forget that we tend to only share the good and not the bad. So these are some of the buffering behaviors, not all of them, but I think they give you a good feel of what buffering behaviors are. Remember, Buffering is what we do when we are trying to avoid the discomfort that comes from doing something else. There may be other activities that you choose to engage in as a way of avoiding your work. I would say that if you are doing something that gives you relief from doing something else that is not an intentional choice, you may be buffering. So how do you keep buffering from derailing you from reaching your goals? Raising your awareness is key. You're going to have to learn to become aware of when you have distracted yourself. And the more time you spend thinking about your past and how you have responded to those uncomfortable situations, what your typical behaviors are, you're going to get better at watching for them. And when you catch yourself doing something like standing in the middle of the pantry, staring mindlessly at your snack options, You'll stop and ask yourself if you're there because you're hungry or if there's something that you're avoiding. And if you are, you're buffering. When I talk to my clients about buffering, many of them are blown away by the idea when they first hear it. You can see their mind racing back to review the things they do to avoid the discomfort of doing hard things. Now, as a coach, I'm trained to see buffering behaviors because I know where they like to hide. When a client tells me that they are having a hard time meeting their deadlines, I know that we need to take a look at how they're managing their time and if they are doing things that are taking up the time and energy that could be going toward their work. It's important that you not feel bad when you discover that you've been buffering. Buffering is a perfectly normal human response to stress. Remember, our primal brain wants to keep us safe, alive, and lazy. And when we do things outside of our comfort cave, the brain is given relief when you choose to buffer above moving forward. But we also know that our growth never happens inside our comfort cave. If we want to move forward, we need to learn how to manage our discomfort, avoid buffering behaviors, and face the work head on. You can do it, my friends. It's a learning process for sure, but with each buffering behavior you catch yourself doing, the easier it gets, I promise. Now, go forth and be on the lookout for buffering behaviors. Your dreams are waiting.
Thanks for listening to this edition of the Flight School Podcast. If you want to continue to receive Flight School lessons directly into your podcast feed, please be sure to follow the show. And if you know someone who could benefit from what I teach here on the podcast, why not share this episode with them and help them out? If you are looking for more support to help you spread your wings and fly, please visit my website at www.jenlafine.com slash work with me to learn more. Have a great week and I'll see you again soon. Thank you.